Hello and welcome to the Change Your Latitude podcast. I'm your host, Pascal, business coach for location independence. I've always felt a bit different and being on a set path never really worked for me, so I started creating my own. Five years ago, I decided to quit my career in the advertising industry to start a business and travel. Now I help freedom seekers build a location-free business and set up their nomadic lifestyle in a way that makes them feel alive. In this podcast, we talk all about letting go of conventions, starting your own business and traveling with it. You'll also get to meet fascinating people that chose to live differently, from van lifers to digital nomads and creative entrepreneurs building the most interesting businesses and lives. There's more than just one way to live. Let's change your latitude. Hi, and welcome back to the Change Your Latitude podcast. I'm doing another solo episode today, and I'm recording this at night. I usually don't do so, but I really felt called to share something with you. And as we're just starting this new year, well, I thought it would be really the perfect timing to just set the right foundations together so that you can be your best entrepreneurial self in 2020. And actually, what I believe you need before the tactics and the strategies and the planning is to start thinking and acting like a CEO. And sometimes we think that we are acting and thinking like a CEO, but I wanted to record an episode tonight about some really, really sneaky behaviors that you might be still dragging from your employee mentality. Or maybe you're still working in corporate and you're trying to start that side hustle, but you never seem to get to it or you never seem to get enough momentum to take it to the next level. So let me tell you, I'm pretty sure it has to do with the fact that you might still be thinking and acting like a corporate worker. And by the way, if you haven't joined my Facebook group, which is called the Freedom Seekers Collective, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. But this was actually our topic this month. And I've hosted two trainings and also created a few exercises for the community. And I've started this group only a few weeks ago, but it's one of the main places I hang out every week to answer specific questions. I'm going live for trainings and I'm creating workbooks for uh, the people that are on there. And we have one main topic each month with two trainings and Q&A threads. So if you need more support in creating your own location-free business, well, just go ahead and join us. Again, the link will be in the show notes. And in February, we're going to talk about planning a nomad move and bringing your business on the road, really be a traveling entrepreneur. And I cannot wait to get to it because this is obviously a topic I absolutely love talking about. And also because I'm actually moving myself and I can finally announce that for the next three months at least, I'll be moving to Bali. So we're right in the middle of preparing this new chapter for uh, our lives And I'm going through all the logistics of moving again. So that will be perfect to coach you through moving and traveling with your business. And if you're wondering right now, but aren't you a digital nomad? Well, I honestly don't relate that much to this term, to be very frank. I'm more of a location-independent entrepreneur, meaning I really set up my life in a way where I can move whenever I want to. So I've spent the last two years with my home base in Montreal and we own that condo. So it's just set up in a way where we're really simply renting it furnished whenever we decide to leave, whether it's one month or six months or more. 
And by the way, I never really moved to a new place for less than a month and that's even really rare. I always try to get there and spend time at least three months. Um, it just doesn't really work well for me for two reasons, because I cannot fully enjoy the traveling aspect of it and I cannot be fully productive in the business aspect of it, but that's a whole other subject for another day. So tonight I really wanted to sit down and chat with you about a few things that might be holding you back in either starting or growing your business just because you still think like an employee, maybe without even realizing it. And I'm telling you, being aware of it and switching your mindset to one of an entrepreneur will make one of the biggest difference in your life and in your business. And before I dive into the actual mistakes that you're making, and also the important mindset shifts to make, I want to talk about the important difference between the mindset of an employee and the mindset of a successful entrepreneur. So you've most likely heard before that one of the most powerful mindset shifts you can make to achieve any goals is to start thinking and acting like the next version of yourself. So the more you start embracing the energy of your future you, and that you make decisions based on who this future you is, well, the more you're able to finally achieve your goals. But then if you continue thinking and acting like a future version of the employee you, well, that will only take you so far, right? Because I'm assuming that if you're listening to this podcast today about the location-free lifestyle in business, well, the future you is a location-independent entrepreneur. This future you is not an employee, so you gotta stop thinking like one. All right, so let's dive into the main difference between the two. And I think it really lies in the fact that when you follow the more traditional path or when you're an employee, you're used to see things in a linear way. You see things in steps, in a logical order, really a guide from one point to another. And even if that's not really true, it really seems like it's linear, right? So even though, you know, the traditional path of going to college, getting your degree, and then climbing up the corporate ladder is not necessarily purely linear, it really makes you feel like it is. It's like there's a manual so you pretty much get handed a university program with clear work avenues and salary expectations. And then you choose a program that suits the job that you're looking for. And then you study that program, you get that degree, and then you apply for that job. Then, you know, when you're in the workplace, you can actually see what each step of that corporate ladder looks like. You really just have to look around the office and you can see the manager, the director, the VP, the president. So you can see what it looks like. You can really understand what they do and you can visually see the steps to get there. And that's not something that's available to you when you're an entrepreneur. You cannot see clearly what the next step is or even what it looks like. And that's something that eventually causes a lot of overwhelm and confusion because you get into entrepreneurship with a belief and even if it's subconscious that things should be linear that there are steps that are really clear steps to get from one step to another 
and that maybe there's a guy that you didn't receive at one point because you can't seem to achieve your goals. But that's not true because there's actually no clear step-by-step guide or strategy. Actually, you know, entrepreneurship is a lot of testing, of trying out something and failing and learning and trying again until you find your own guide. And honestly, that's something that took me a while to really fully grasp. You know, I felt lost and confused. I was spending so much time trying to figure this out, to find the solution, when actually you have to create your own and consistently test things. And personally, coming from a marketing and strategic planning background, well, it just made no sense for me to start working on a business without a perfectly laid out plan. So I was used to working on a full brand strategy with the perfect brand positioning statement, the marketing strategy planned for a year, the tactics, a complete design with the color palette and the fonts and the graphics, when that's absolutely not what you should focus on, or at least not at first and not for a while. You really have to spend time experimenting. You cannot get into the world of entrepreneurship Start a business and get into it with the expectations to have the perfect foundations at first before doing anything. And honestly, you just have to get into the mindset of doing first, testing first, experimenting first, and then you analyze the results and then you build the foundations. At least that's what I believe and that's what I think is keeping a lot of people stuck you got to be willing to start messy and experiment. Because entrepreneurship is really based on the fact that you're creating something from scratch. You're blazing your own trail. And that comes with a whole lot of fog. There's no guide, it's not linear, and thinking it is will kill your business. Another thing I would like to add here is another way that the employee mindset can really screw you up, and it's the perfectionism trap. So we've all been taught to not take action before you know the consequences or before you're officially ready. We've spent most of our education studying theory and passing exams and getting that degree that says you know something and that you can be trusted to do something. But you cannot go into entrepreneurship with the same mentality because otherwise you'll never take action and you won't make anything happen if you don't take action. So that's a very, very, very dangerous trap to fall into. So again, to wait to have all your ducks in a row and waiting to be certain about something before taking action. So what you need to understand is that you will not get approval or any praise. So no one will come and give you a diploma for knowing enough on a subject. So it's really, really easy when you have that mentality to fall into the perfectionism trap or to get stuck into analysis paralysis or to just get an overload of information. But no one is there to congratulate you for your hard work or let you know what you're doing wrong unless you're working with a business coach, of course. So you need to find other ways to feel validated or guided. And you need to be confident in yourself that you know what you're doing and to take action, even if you feel like you don't know everything. So one thing's for sure, entrepreneurship is for grown-ups, and not in the sense that you need to have all your shit together 
because you never will, but in the sense that you're willing to own up to your bullshit. You have to be brave. You have to be willing to face your biggest fears and just do even if you're scared. So take action even if you're scared, even if you think you don't know enough, even if you think you're lost, and to just take action, experiment, test, analyze, and then build your business. And also, you have to be willing to suck because you will. There's no way around that. When you're stepping into this world of entrepreneurship, at one point, there's something you won't be comfortable with that you're going to have to do if you want to get to the other level. And you have to be willing to suck. You have to be willing to start at the bottom, to fail, to feel lost. And I'm not saying that it's going to happen for you or happen all at once. But the key word here is you have to be willing. It takes a lot of courage to create your own path in life and also to become an entrepreneur. And that pretty much sums up the thoughts that I had in my head tonight and that I really wanted to share with you. And as I said a bit earlier um, in this podcast, I've actually shared two different life trainings in the Facebook group this month. And it was all about the CEO mindset and how to get from the employee mindset to the entrepreneurial mindset to really act and think like a CEO so that you can really scale your business eventually. And I've shared a lot more in these two trainings. So if you want to join the Facebook group, it's called the Freedom Seekers Collective. And again, I'll share the link in the show notes. It would be my pleasure to have you for next month. Thank you so much for listening to this short episode. I hope it was valuable and helpful for you guys to really understand the difference between the two. And if anything comes up that you would love to be sharing with me, please feel free to reach out to me and let me know uh, what you think. If you have any topics that you'd love to hear on this podcast, again, reach out to me and I'll be glad to create something for you. So have a wonderful week and I'll see you in the next one.